Karen Sari's Bad in Bed, a fairy tale, features old friends, old flames, and a Finnish sex curse. The play takes place in Madison, Wisconsin, and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Bad in Bed, a fairy tale, continues its world premiere run at Madison's Barttail Theater in a co-production of the Madison Theater Guild and Madison College Performing Arts. Madison-based playwright Karen Sari has authored a half-dozen full-length and one-act plays with productions in New York, Los Angeles, Milwaukee, North Carolina, Colorado, and Louisiana, and now Madison. Karen Sari joins us now in the studio. Welcome to the 8 o'clock bus. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, as we mentioned, the play is set in Madison and Marquette, Michigan, Mm -hmm. uh, two places you have called home. So how much of the settings and characters are in this play are based on places and people that you have known? I would say uh, they are there. The characters are all inspired by a kind of a combination of different people. There is one uh, character in particular who is a combination of two people. I had one old college friend uh, who was at the, the opening night production and just nailed it. Like, <laughs> I see this person. Well, yeah, there's a little bit there's a healthy dose of that person in there too so have any of the people that you've portrayed actually uh, uh, seen this and no, do they have any comments on how you fictionalize them no it's uh it because it's such a combination with the vast majority uh, it's a combination of people like oh like the the character the main character uh, Charles he's it's such a blend. It's such a blend of, of other people that I've known in the past. Now, speaking of the main character, uh, it's a local news producer by the name of Charles Flack. Uh-huh. Is that a yes. commentary on local media? <laughs> <laughs> no. Honestly, I was just looking for, well, you know, what what do these things three main characters uh, or the two main characters and their and the best friend like what do they all have in common uh, what what bound them together and so uh, it just happens that I was a broadcasting and theater student when I was in college and I'm like well I'm gonna make a broadcast and former broadcasting students or mass comm students to update it a little bit uh, so that's that's really how I landed on that it was just practicality and what I knew and, and the name what had no particular significance <laughs> the name really Really came from I I, think I was reading about some celebrity and I'm like wow that guy just can't keep anyone maybe oh that's a terrible thing to think oh but what if somebody was cursed to just be bad in bed <laughs> um, and I had recently been on a college reunion uh, I had seen some old friends and I had been thinking not about anybody being bad in bed. I was thinking about uh, just the way we we connect with old friends and we kind of easily fall into these patterns. We may change and be completely different people than we were 15, 20 years ago, but sometimes when we're with these groups of people, we just fall into... Uh, old habits die. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they say write about what you know, and obviously mm-hmm. you've done some of that in this play. Does writing about what you know extend to finish covens and sex curses? <laughs> Oh, I did do quite a bit of research on that. Uh, I am half Finnish, uh, and that was just a fun way to kind of... And and the Finn culture is huge in the UP. You know, my goofy last name, S-A-A-R-I, nobody ever knows how to spell it um, unless they're Finnish (laughs) or they have Finnish friends. But if you go to the UP and you open any phone book, 
any small community phone book, you will it's like Smith or there's, Jones. There's a bunch of them out there. And we all have these goofy like double I's, double U's, hmm. double A's in our in our last names. So how does one go about researching Finnish covens and sex curses? <laughs> uh, well, uh, Google. Um, there was a lot of Google. Definitely was uh, was bringing up some interesting things um my you know i would start typing out just anything and my my organic searches were filling in some really interesting phrases for a while um but uh yeah that i i was doing some um uh research on like okay well witchcraft so what are some practical things that people use if they practice wicca or other forms of of magic or witchcraft so i i did research on that piece of it uh and then the the finnish aspect i just was looking for like okay what are what are some finnish words for magic um what are like what are some what's some finnish lore i can sprinkle in there a little bit uh and so yeah it was it was fun (laughs) (laughs) so tell us about uh this production this is a Mm -hmm. co-production of the madison theater guild it's the first time that they've been working with madison college performing arts Mm -hmm. uh so they're bringing some students into the production and working with uh professional actors and and community actors what's that like yeah it's been this collaborate collaboration is uh, is near and dear to my heart because I work at Madison College by day. Um, I am a part-time instructor in speech and theater, uh, but I'm also the um, I work in communications there as well. Um, and I I just I'm so grateful to work at that institution. Um, and so the opportunity came up to Madison Theater Guild had said we would like to produce this comedy of yours. And uh, it, it just seemed also like a good, great opportunity. We have this new program at the college called Stage and Entertainment uh, Certificate, where uh, students are learning technical theater and they're getting prepared for these great jobs. Um, so we just decided, hey, let's join forces and let's have our students come in, work on this production uh, behind the scenes. And they, they're working with some really experienced industry industry pros, um, uh, from our stage manager to our designers. Uh, we actually have a highly skilled student, um, who uh, Carson, who um, was our lighting designer, too. So they've gotten some really great experiences. Plus, they'll be able to say that they have had some experience now working on a new play. Because uh, that's it's it's always a little bit different working with a brand new like a new play versus um, you know something that's been done a hundred times. Are you uh, tell us about your collaboration with Al- director Alan Ebert? How is, how does that work? And do you do you find do you have an opportunity to sort of like modify the script a little bit as you see it in production? So I like to kind of step back as much as possible. Although this is also an I also see it as an opportunity for for evolving the play. It's not published yet, right? So uh, early on, we did a virtual read through with the cast, and this was probably back in January. We cast it in November, so. Uh, we did this virtual read through and I had not heard the play out loud for a while. And so it, all these things jumped out at me. Well, that's got to go. That's got to change. I'll <laughs> add this, add this. And I set to work on just doing an, an overhaul of the script. Uh, the The basic story stayed the same. There was just other things that needed uh, fixing, I felt. And so I turned it over, that new version, over to uh, Alan and the cast. 
I like to then try to walk away because I don't want to hover. I will drive myself crazy. I would probably drive everybody <laughs> else crazy. And that's part of the, the terror and the fun of turning over your work uh, because they're, yeah, you're going to worry. What if they don't get it exactly right? What if they, and that's all, there's also magic in that too because sometimes they're going to find things you wouldn't have seen yourself. Um, or they'll see things in a different way. They'll add business, um, some bits that maybe I wouldn't have thought of on my own. And then I can add them into the script. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, I only saw, I was there for a couple of readings early on and went to an early run through when they were first off book. And then I didn't see it until opening night. And what was your reaction on opening night? I, w I was thrilled. Yeah, I was I was very happy with uh, with the work that they did. Uh, it's a very talented cast. Uh, they're very funny. Um, it it was it. What I really enjoy the most as a playwright is being in the audience and just gauging reaction. And I haven't had that many opportunities yet to experience that in an audience of people who I know largely because um, a lot of my work has either been um, you know it's been developed through readings and and workshops um, with a few you know productions as well outside of Madison uh, but out, other than 10 days in a madhouse uh, the musical that I, I co-wrote with Jennifer Hedstrom for music theater of Madison that ran in August I haven't had that many local productions and so uh, when you when the audience is reacting to it, or mm -hmm. do they find? Did you find uh, spots where they're reacting in a way you didn't anticipate that the audience would react? Things that are funny, yeah. or things that weren't funny that you thought would be, and you go, "Well, wait a minute." There were, yeah, there were some moments that were where it was quiet, and I felt like, "Oh my god, oh my god, it just <laughs> dropped." But I took a look around the room, and people were just kind of frozen with these big smiles on their faces because they were they were like anticipating. They knew they had gotten comfortable with these characters. And I'm like, oh, we're just teeing up for an explosion, and it would happen. Like these, the, those quiet moments would eventually be followed by just laughter, big peals <laughs> of laughter, and it was oh, so gratifying. And uh, so, what are you working on next? What am I working on next? Uh, so, um, I the next thing coming up for me is the week of March 20th. I'm workshopping another one of my plays called Rockhound, uh, and there will be a. It's going to be. There will be a staged reading done live in, with this company in Seattle, the Shattered Glass Project. Uh, but it will also be live streamed. Uh, so if anybody is interested, uh, there are tickets available. Um, go to the Shattered Glass Project. Uh, and they have, yeah, they have a couple other scripts that they're workshopping this month. So I'm honored to be part of that. Um, and then I can't publicly say it yet, but I have Ooh. a very big um, a big deal happening in uh in september and october um uh one of my plays is having another world premiere with uh with two uh regional theaters i'm very very excited about that well come back and talk to us about that i will uh, when you can <laughs> when yeah, the secret can come out yeah and i will share too that uh opening weekend of bad and bad every performance sold out uh there are still tickets available for the wednesday through saturday performances that's bartelltheater.org uh so please reserve your tickets now and it, come out it's it's uh, um people are having fun 
All right, the Madison Theater Guild and Madison College Performing Arts production of Bad in Bed, A Fairy Tale, runs through March 11th at Madison's Bartell Theater. For tickets and more information, go to bartelltheater.org. Playwright Karen Sari, thank you so much for joining us on thank 8 O'Clock you. Buzz.